Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Eric Voss. This is Philip Molina. Nice to meet you. This, yeah, we're re-meeting you every time because you can be a new watcher and welcome if you are. This is the big question, folks. This is a show where we dive deep into the real nerdy questions, very mature, serious, adult, grown-up questions like um, Space Hitler's sexual history. <laughs> That's this week's Why? question. Oh, I assigned you this. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, it's your fault. And uh, spoiler warning for The Rise of Skywalker, by the way. You've had some time. And if you're one of the great viewers who watches the show with your kids, we love that you watch New Rockstars videos with your kids, that you bring the family in. But this might be an episode that you might want to um, just play in the background so we still get the, the view metric. But Let him uh, watch. <laughs> Let the boy watch. Sure, you've Let already watched. Let the boy learn. <laughs> this is how I learned how these things work, is I watched the, the late 90s version of YouTube, which... Uh, was E-Bombs World or Home Movies that I stole from my neighbor. And fuzzy pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's sexy. She's dead. We got some booze in the mugs, and uh, who knows when it'll, get, uh, when it'll kick in. Uh, I think it already has started. But we'll answer some other smaller questions later. Philip's got some gear that he did some homework. Get out of here. Okay, okay. I'm just okay. so excited to see. But what is our big question this week, Philip? Okay. A lot of people saw Roger Skywalker. Uh-huh. And it was a film. <laughs> and in this film, we find out a certain thing about a certain emperor. It turns out that Palpatine, he fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, do- he did, apparently. I want to know everything. <laughs> okay. I want to know how he fucked. I want to know when he fucked. I want to know why. I want to know who. Okay. I want to know how much. It's a very artful way of asking who is Ray's grandmother, but you asked the that real person. That is not person. what I said. <laughs> you did ask who. Uh, but I want to know how she fucked. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll get to some of those questions. I did do some homework. At some point, we find out Palpatine had a son. That son is named only as Ray's father. We never even learn his name from the credits of The Rise of Skywalker. He's played by actor Billy Howell. We also can probably determine that Palpatine's son is not a clone. Even though cloning does exist, and in the expanded universe and legend stories, Palpatine does clone himself. This dude is probably not a clone because, one, he doesn't look anything like Ian McDiarmid, and you'd think they'd try to make him look like him. I know. I did look. What, guys? With O face. I just looked behind me for the first time. Oh, Anakin. Unlimited. Wow. The other reason we know that Palpatine's son is probably not a clone is because Rise of Skywalker kind of showed us what Palpatine clones look like. The way he resurrects is partly by cloning, and that Palpatine is gooey. And (laughs) so is this one, though. So is this one. So are a couple Palpatines, we'll find out this episode. So so I got my answer. He do it gooey. He did it the old-fashioned way, (laughs) the gooey way, is how he had a kid. So by using Ray's age, which we know, and by estimating the father actor's age, we can kind of get a window of when Palpatine Mm. probably conceived, when he smushed. And by knowing that historical period, we can look around at at the people in Palpatine's orbit to figure out who his partner could have been. Oh, because we don't think it was a one-off, like, one-night stand It thing. could have been, but if it's going to be someone, we, we can narrow it down to a couple options. Um, <laughs> so let's do the math In on the this. galaxy. <laughs> just, uh, there's a few options. Yeah, there's a few. Of fertile. Yeah. Harness. Well, if you think if you're Palpatine, you're not just going to fuck anyone. You're going to fuck someone you can trust a teen. Fuck a teen? please. This got way darker than I thought it even was. There's a teenage Ewok... Who just wanted to go to college. 
Ray was born in the year 15 ABY. And that makes her 19 when the Force Awakens occurs. That occurs in 34 ABY. And just in case you're you're not sure about this, ABY and BBY are kind of the Star Wars equivalents of BC and AD, yeah, right? It's, uh, before the Battle of Yavin and after the Battle of Yavin. Now, actually, in the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary, they came up with a new way to determine this, setting the year zero at the Starkiller-based destruction of the Hosnian system, which, to be fair, is a much bigger yeah. historical event. But we're going to stick with BBY, ABY, because that's the one that most Star Wars lovers know and love. So, Rey's parents left her on Jakku when she was six years old, so that would be at 21 ABY, and that is also the year her parents die because we learned in Rise of Skywalker after they left Jakku, that's when Ochi caught up with them and killed them. And that's the scene when we see actor Billy Howell, who is aged 29 years. When he shot that that scene. 29 years now, so probably it would be 28 years whenever he shot that scene. In Star Wars years, Ray's father would have been born in the year 7 BBY, but that's if he was 29, so probably we're looking around 6 BBY, or might have been conceived actually a year earlier, so we're back to 7 BBY. What was going on in the year 7 BBY in Star Wars history? Well, this is about halfway through the Emperor's takeover with Order 66 and uh, still strengthening his control over the galaxy. The Death Star is almost done being built. He's probably at the height of his power, but he was, you know, disfigured. A I was going to say, he cute or no? No, he's this. Oh, this dang. is This is after Mace Windu melted so he him. <laughs> well, you know, from a certain point of view. But he'd be around 72 years old. He was born in the year 84, BBY. So at 72 years old, that's just around the time you want to start having kids, I guess. I mean, Larry King had him when he was about 118. <laughs> yeah, well, I looked this up. The oldest man to ever father a child was named Les Colley of Australia. He had his ninth child, a son, at the age 92. Oh no, that <laughs> poor woman. <laughs> oh my God, Can't, It was his happens? third wife, yeah. A 92-year-old wiener? Well, human males are able to conceive children at that age, obviously, but after the age of 30, male testosterone drops one to two percent each year. For some guys, some of us just keeps getting higher. Um, DNA integrity declines, it makes fertility less likely. You yeah, know, his like sperm yeah, your are DNA corkscrews. <laughs> Hey, but here's some good news to look forward to. The testicles don't reduce in size until after age 80. So at 72 years old, you got some big ripe plums on this Wait, guy. 70, at 80, they start to get smaller? Yeah, and that does affect fertility, is size, of, size of your nuts. Uh, they were like, 79, still the same. <laughs> 80, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> some elderly inmates are getting their nuts checked every year. Oh, gosh. Year. <laughs> does this apply to Palpatine? Because he is a very powerful force practitioner. Normal uh, physics and biology doesn't apply to that body. You can imagine his swimmers, like Luke in the Death Star Trench, just using the Force to find their way to that egg and blow it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Destroy it. Um, He's a targeting computer, you <laughs> But one thing I did find in my research is that male fertility can be affected by bodily harm and radiation, which that was deflected Sith lightning that caused that, so... Yeah. Yeah, so they got... They, they, they got might have gotten fried, like... Uh, they look like that, too. His nuts don't have unlimited power. They're super smooth now. <laughs> Those balls are as smooth as eggs. Now, some people are saying that Palpatine could use his dark side abilities to conceive a child via midichlorian magic or whatever, so he wouldn't have to have intercourse. The, the boring version of uh, having a kid. There is that whole not firmly canon backstory of how Anakin was conceived in Shmi's womb. Which they have since said, the writers of that are saying that they don't want people to think that means that he 
created Anakin. Right. Which I don't know what else it could mean, but yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of in the comics, and there was like a draft of George Lucas's script for Revenge of the Sith where Palpatine tells him this. So to me, that seems more canon than not. Yeah. But he didn't put his own DNA in Shmi. He, he didn't father a child. He just kind of like uh, manipulated reality to have this thing be immaculate. So why would he do it that way once? and then a different time later do it the old-fashioned way. I think that's what they're saying, that the whole Shmi story isn't canon, and the only time he has fathered a child was the uh, father of Rey. Now, we have also recently learned that force healing is canon in the Star Wars mm -hmm. universe, so if he did have erectile dysfunction, he could Whoa. just... He could you just... just Force heal. Oh my God! Stop which is everything you're doing. Really, every time we uh, masturbate, Eric, it is Eric, force stop. healing Eric, our own penis Eric. to go from placid to erect, and Eric. and then life finds a way. Okay, you want I always like to be there when the bomb just breaks through an egg. <laughs> yeah. So you think he might be suffering from ED or something, right? He, at that age, it's very and common. Hims.com is available for no. <laughs> they are not a sponsor. We're not sponsored by yet. Him. Yet. Um, no. So you're you're saying at that age he could be suffering from ED, uh -huh. and then you just glanced over that. I think you're implying that he used Sith powers mm -hmm. to undo his ED. Mm -hmm. I think we have to assume <laughs> that he at age 72 like, he must have. Slayed some puss. <laughs> you can say it because Marina said it first. That's right. She said it was fine. He has a you know a mushy noodle that looks like that. Yeah. And you're saying he needed to make it al dente. Somehow he was able to get to al dente. And, and you're uh, saying oh because you're saying in a galaxy far far away they don't have Viagra. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So but they do. They probably have, have something better than Sith, Viagra. Well, Sith lightning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Force healing. So he uses force healing on himself. Yes. Or something like that. Now, another dimension of this question is, as a Sith, would Palpatine be allowed to? Because the Jedi don't allow you to take romantic partners to the Sith have the same rules. It's not clear. There's some debate online. But unlike the Jedi, the Sith are not bound to the same dogmatic rules. They, are, they always go rogue. That's their whole identity. But they probably would not want to. I mean, Palpatine manipulated Anakin to pursue love because that made him more vulnerable to control. Most Sith would probably not want any attachment. They're loners, they don't want friends. Well, not attachment doesn't mean you don't slay. But they can't be vulnerable. <laughs> right, so you're saying they, but. Darth Maul would d double dongage. I mean, even a momentary moment of orgasm would be enough of a blackout to have a Sith be vulnerable. <laughs> <Blackout>. <laughs> what happens when you what do it? What happens to you? Mine's <laughs> I hit the ground. I wake up a month later in a hospital bed. Well, you started uh, out in a hospital bed, too. Yeah, that's life begins and ends in a hospital oh, bed. God, that's true. Wow, that's fucking beautiful. Okay, so did Palpatine ever have a partner in the legend stories or in canon? Well, in the comics and the literary material, Palpatine was a bit of a player. He had a harem. He had concubines. A harem. A harem, it has been described. One of the concubines was named Roganda Ismarin. She was a former Jedi youngling who was kidnapped by the Empire and used her force powers to infiltrate the Imperial court, and she had a child with another imperial leader and she tried to pass off the kid as Palpatine's legitimate heir, which it didn't work. There was also another woman in Palpatine's orbit named Yisin Isard, and she was the director of Imperial Intelligence. She was a badass. She tortured people in a prison underneath Coruscant, and she briefly ruled the Empire after the Emperor's death in the Battle of Endor, but neither of these women are canon in the live-action universe yet. One woman is, who was mm. in his orbit, and I think is the most likely option to be most Palpatine's likely. lover and Ray's grandmother, Sly Moore. You may remember her, she's the bald female in Baron who's seen beside uh, Palpatine in Attack of the Clones. She was like part of his like 
guard. You know, she's a senior administrative aide. She was one of the few people who knew that Palpatine had a dual identity as Darth Sidious. She knew about all this, and she was force sensitive. She used her mind control powers to blackmail her successor to get into his inner circle. And in the literary material, there were actually tabloid rumors that Sly and Palpatine were having an affair, and she disappeared, and it was believed that she gave birth to a son who was a Legends character named Triclops. <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> so, you were with me until I said Triclops. What? It's the, it's, this is early 90s Jedi Prince books. This is just what they, there's a lot of goofy stuff in there. <laughs> he had three. He, I was saying normal eyes? Two eyes. <laughs> two eyes. Just two eyes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, two eyes, but he just had one monocle, so they called him, hey, Triclops. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is uh, named by bullies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Triclops is not canon, but Sly Moore has been in the movies. That character is there. We don't know what happened to her. Her force sensitivity, sensitivity plus her knowledge of Palpatine's Sith identity plus the timeline, this period, to me makes her the most likely candidate to be Rey's grandmother. But that's among characters that we know about. The other likelihood is that there's just some other woman that he met and he had this baby with, and we may never know her name, or Lucasfilm may just like say, this was her name, this is what happened, let's move on, this is a story of it. It's also just possible that he fathered dozens of kids all over the galaxy, like Ego the Living Planet. You know, he hooked up with every life form yeah. that he could, and that could be something, you could imagine Palpatine wanting that, or you could imagine him being afraid to trust just strangers, and only wanting to father a child with someone who is very close to him, like Sly Moore. Some have brought, we talked about this beforehand, had brought up uh, Kira from Solo. That was uh, Amelia Clark's character. She did have connections to Maul in the dark side. Many have speculated she could have been Rey's mother, remember, not her grandmother. She was born in the year 31 BBY. That would have made her 24 at the time of Ooh, that the seems like my man's <laughs> type. 24 and 72, that is three times older your age. Once again, Larry King. And this is, <laughs> this is not a tight 72 like old Cap was. This yeah. is a, a very loose 72. Hey, look. <laughs> if you had to ask me if it was someone that we know currently from the Star Wars universe, Sly Moore seems like the most likely candidate he could have uh, taken as a lover, or someone, some stranger that we may never know. So, that's who he fucked. And when he fucked. A 7 BBY. 7 BBY. Uh huh. And then how he fucked. Poor Sealy. <laughs> what Baby Yoda used. <laughs> that guy. But all that long. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I'm so happy that we answered this question. Philip has uh, an interesting question that he's going to answer for us after a short message from our sponsors. Hey guys, are you tired of big wireless taking advantage of you? Those companies can be like Sith Lords running Hydra from inside LexCorp or something. Kind of got my wires crossed. Anyway, I hate fees and bills that are high for no reason. We all hate them, but I like really hate them. Like Indiana Jones with snake level hate. Well, Mint Mobile is a great solution and thank you to Mint Mobile for sponsoring this episode. Mint Mobile can help you save more than $1,000 a year on your wireless bill. There's a better way to get wireless and it's Mint Mobile. It can be almost 10 times cheaper than big wireless. But don't worry, for that cheaper price, you don't have to sacrifice performance. Whether you're making calls, surfing the internet, or checking social media to see how many likes your Aquaman fan art is getting, you won't be able to tell the difference between Mint Mobile performance and any other carrier. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get it shipped to your door for free, go to Mint 
mintmobile.com slash big Q. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash big Q for a new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Also, 2020 is the perfect time to start thinking about 2040. With Robinhood, you can invest in the markets and earn interest with a competitive APY on uninvested cash. They make it easy to get started and learn as you grow with an intuitive app experience and no commission fees on trades. And stock prices don't have to hold you back. You can buy a piece of a company you love for as low as $1 and build your portfolio a little at a time. Buy one share, buy half a share, three and a quarter shares. It's up to you, your budget and your goals. Your first stock is on the house when you set up your account. Just go to bigquestion.robinhood.com to learn more and claim your free stock. Annual percentage yield, APY, on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. The free stock offer is subject to terms and conditions. All investments involve risk. Other fees may apply. Just visit rbnhd.co slash fees. And we are back, and uh, now we're going to move on. I to can't believe more. you guys came back. I cannot believe you stayed. We thank this you. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh my god. Um, we're going to move on to some bite-sized questions, but Philip's got one big bite-sized question <laughs> that he's going to answer <laughs> Sorry, for us. <laughs> so, Philip, this question was submitted by at baby wants a jeep. How do <laughs> how do wolverines? That baby needs a jeep. How do wolverine's claws work when his wrists are bent? So imagine. That. Just bent wrists. Bent wrists, bent but wrists. the claws go up into your wrists, so uh, into your no, arm. No, you get out of my question. Answer. Okay. At first, it's kind of like, why is this a problem? <laughs> he like he can bend his wrists, right? Right. No, this is so much more complicated. I created a very accurate representation. You created? Yeah. All by yourself. I stay up all <laughs> stay up all night doing this. Lexi helped. Okay. Yes. Uh, Lexi okay. helped. It, Wolverine. He goes like, like you come, come. They come retract. Yeah, come at me. Mm, using metal because I'm Magneto. Oh, f are you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. No, come okay, on. Okay, so I'm coming idiot. at you. Yeah. And he's like, ah. ah oh my right? God, you got real close. Yeah. Try it again. Let's I kind of don't want see to. I'm kind of afraid to. So that's like Wolverine's story. Now you guys know what Wolverine's like. Here's the, the issue Does he have to be careful about his wrist? Yes. He actually always has to, when they draw him in the comics, he has to be coming at someone with his wrist perfectly straight and his hand straight. So flesh with his, he can't it. do one of these. It has to go straight. He okay. can't be coming like with a with a punch or a hook. And it gets really complicated actually as to how it works. All right, so the reason is if his claws are stored in his forearm, which it is in various forms of like x-rays that they've released and also in oh, the sure. movies and stuff, yeah. they, they can show. It actually, there's different versions where it sometimes is on top of his other bones. Sometimes it's between them, his ulna oh. and his radius and then it pushes through the metacarsals and weirdly moves the bones out of the way so they can shoot out of roughly where the knuckles are. So here's the issue. And he starts to extend his claws, but his wrist is bent, then the claws can't bend too, so they would shoot out of the wrong part. So if oh. I were to bend this, see now where these claws are theoretically coming out of is out of my wrist. Yeah, up here. Yeah, instead of out of where my knuckles are, or if I went this way, I can't do it because I'll actually have to pierce my own hand. Yeah, it'll come through oh, your crap. palm. And they actually showed this. There's a time, there's two times that are interesting. One, Wolverine got really drunk once on Nowhere. <laughs> he had like basically space liquor and it actually affected him, which it almost never does because of his healing powers. And so he gets so drunk that he forgets to straighten his hand and it shoots out of his palm all, all three claws. And he's like, whoops. And he looks like really stupid. Another time in the uh, Age of Apocalypse story, <laughs> uh, I don't know, you're trying to catch up to what I thought. <laughs> for no reason trying to catch up to <laughs> 
grizzly bear catching a salmon. He gets his um, he gets his hand. Well, I think it's like melted off by Cyclops, not Triclops. <laughs> and, he, and he has no hand, and so he's fighting. And uh-huh. people are like, "Oh, so he doesn't have claws?" And like, no, you stupid idiot! I still have the claws in the form. And he shoots the claws out of just the stump. Ugh. Um, but it works. Pretty cool though. Guy. Yeah, it's very cool. But here's what's so confusing about like the physics of all this. So okay, if he were to bend his wrist later, also a problem. I'm pushing the claws all the way through, uh-huh. right? That's like as far out as they go. So now they've left his forearm, and they're theoretically just in his hands now. Now come at me. Okay. Uh... Uh, wait, no, don't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you have sharp pencils. Why don't no, you just I use just noodles? On, on use list. noodles. Al dente's fine. Trust me. I trust you. Uh, you. Don't get Ow. injured. <laughs> you just injured me. You poked me through my shirt. You don't get injured. Don't you dare get injured. I don't want to break it, but... <laughs> you don't want to break this. Well, yeah, I don't have another sharpener. So if it goes up and he goes, ah, and he all the claws are all the way out to the knuckles, they would snap off when he goes to actually try to pierce okay, someone. Because there's there's no the leverage is all the way on the outside and they're barely hanging on by these little baby nubs here, right? Okay, yes. So then this means, okay, his claws must be a lot longer then, right? Mm-hmm. They still have a significant portion of the claw when it's out. Uh uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you trying to do? You're free. Okay, so there are a lot longer claws, you say, Eric. Oh, sh. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> Security. Take her away. I can't watch you. No, this. I'm gonna do it. Oh my god. So you're like, oh, what the what claws are a lot longer and covered in saliva. So then this is how they stay in, right? That does make sense for when you push them out for it's like like now come at me <laughs> no <laughs> come at me I, i'm coming i'm going at you okay so if it goes unbreakable <laughs> i get it <laughs> if my forearm is much larger uh, the amount of claws that go back here is a lot longer it can push out and it's still strong so if i if you if you came at me uh-huh. it wouldn't break i have all this power but the problem is when I reverse, uh, extend, uh-huh. retract, retract, and it go back, it literally would oh, go past bend the your elbow. elbow. Yeah. So he would have to walk around <laughs> like you do sometimes so you're uncomfortable. Or like the, the woman who never moves her arms in Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. So he wouldn't be able to bend his arms for that to work. So immediately this character is like so deeply flawed, his claws cannot work. I have an answer as to how his claws actually have to work. It's like the only way that this makes sense. One is, yes, they do have to be a little longer than what he sticks out there. Okay. Okay, it's not fully extended. There is still amounts left up into his forearm. Mm -hmm. But it's a very precise amount that's actually the length of his forearm because his claws are part of his mutant abilities and not what was given to him with the adamantium. But they were bone claws. They're bone claws. Then they would naturally just kind of be almost a replicant of his ulnar's radius. So they're just the right length where they're exactly the length of his forearm. And then they extend a 
few inches out, mm. but any artist that overextends them in shows, which they do all the time, they show these like multi foot long arms yeah, that they could be like, walking uh, on. Yeah, katanas he's yeah, walking around with. They're yeah. compensating for something. Because, mm. Mm. <laughs> Liefeld designs. Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't even need them to be, it's unrealistic. They're swords at that point. He basically just wants them to be about finger length knives for, or even like maybe six inches out and like four inches still inside, which is roughly the, you know, a 10, uh, size 10 shoe means you have a 10 inch forearm. Do you know that your foot is the size of your forearm? Hold on. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> now people know I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> Damn it. You've been trying to hide that for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out everybody. Can you do it? I'm about to rip something. So what are we doing? <laughs> he's got claws that are exactly the size of his forearm. A significant portion of it still stays inside his forearm. It does not stick out that far. Everyone else is just exaggerating. This is a really key part. Look at his costume design. Look at the gloves and look at the little metal sheaths that they've included. Little metal right. sheaths. Oh, the sheaths that go right. yeah, okay. over each blade. They're actually directly to address the come at me problem where they snap off. They hold them in place. But, and here's my proposition. He must internally have his own bone version of those sheets in there that's also anchoring them so that the leverage problem doesn't happen where they just fall out. Wolverine's and, got bone sheets. Yes. And if you look in a very classic design, x-ray design, it looks like they kind of attempted to squeeze that in really quick. They put these little circles there and they didn't really like acknowledge them, but that has to be it. So he has little bone holes in there that hold the claws in place and then partially it's up there and it's exactly the length of his forearm. It's the only thing that makes sense. I love it. Now what if they retract like lightsaber toys where they, they fold and then fold and then fold? Yeah. Could like, they do that? Like a human penis. So really you only need this much space in, in here that it could work. Yeah, so they don't. Should I not, not have said that? It, yeah, that's not how it works. You're right, I don't see Fine, holes. Eric, you <laughs> freaking stay up all don't night. The <sighs> God damn it, now oh. they know I need to wear shorts! <laughs> it's all been just trying to get you to show your legs. How's your, there's your bite-sized question, motherfucker. <laughs> well, this has been the last episode of, hey, we have time for one fan mail question, right? Send in your fan mail at the post office box address listed below. This one is sent in by Snacky Zach, who asked, what are your New Year's Sorry. resolutions and have you broken them yet? Oh, man. Mine was to drink less. Well, <laughs> my New Year's resolution was to learn how to shuffle a deck of cards. Have I given up yet? No, I have not. I, but I've gotten close. I can... If only I had, I should have thought to bring my deck of cards because I'm like a magician now. I bring a deck of cards with me everywhere oh, I go. God, Eric, know. it was like the one thing you <laughs> weren't. <laughs> the time of show. 2021 will be to be a magician. Oh. Do you remember there was a time in college when we talked about like how could girls like us better? And one idea was we could learn magic. Yeah, that was from that Neil Strauss book. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it worked for him. And Till they were dying. <laughs> Well, this has been a great episode of The Big Question. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Continue to tweet us at New Rockstars using the hashtag TheBigQuestion for all your nerdy questions that you want answered in horrifyingly accurate scientific terms. Be sure to find our audio version at The Big Question wherever you get your podcast, so you can listen to audio versions of this while you're driving or working out or whatever your New Year's resolution is. And you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at EAVOS, at Philip Molina. Anything else we should add? Follow New Rockstars. Follow New Rockstars on social media at New Rockstars. And then just a serious apology for anyone that, <laughs> that watched. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, period. Happy New Year, late January. Yeah. Psh. Thank you.